Hello folks, it's Totsky from the YMM Podcast. Unfortunately, no Tito today, but we just want to bring out a message that we're looking for submissions because we are holding up the second annual Interplay Film Festival right here in beautiful Fort McMurray. Hi, I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. Host of the YMM Podcast. But we're here to talk to you about the Interplay Film Festival. What is the Interplay Film Festival? The IFF is part of Interplay, an event celebrating arts and culture in the Wood Buffalo region. If you make movies, we're looking for your submissions. What kind of movies can be submitted? Action movies. Comedies. Horror. Dramas. Just about everything else. So come interplay with us. And stay up to date via Facebook. Or Twitter through the Pound YMM IFF hashtag. And stay tuned by listening to the YMM podcast. The deadline is August 1st. Submit today and show off your talent. But the film festival is a lot more than just submissions. We got a whole ton of uh, surprises and also kind of cool stuff that is great to check out. So it's awesome to come down and check out the film festival at Interplay because you can actually be part of our 48 filmmaking challenge, which is a really cool concept because you got 48 hours to write, film, edit and all the other things you do for filming a movie within 48 hours. So it's going to be a great concept. It's going to be great times. Uh, and if you're not into filmmaking so much, you can just come on down and enjoy the show because you're going to see some amazing, amazing movies from Fort McMurray, from Alberta, from all over the world. Short films, documentaries, animations, feature films. It's going to be a great, great time. The second annual Interplay Film Festival. Come on down and enjoy the show. Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Fort Mac. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the YMM Podcast. I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. And uh, who we got at the dining room table today, because we just don't do Totsky and Tito shows anymore. Apparently. Sorry, Matt. Sorry. <laughs> Anyone? No one. No one's here at the table with us today, so it's just me it's and Tito. It's just the ghosts in the walls. <laughs> Pinchy's Anyone? back. Pinchy Senior is your correspondent, uh, Kyle Pinchy, is back in the studio. Senior, it's good to be back. Yeah, senior child molestation correspondent. We're getting Murdoch over here and the Whirly Bird. <laughs> I just remember that was when Stephen Colbert was still on The Daily Show. They are talking right, about that big yeah. child molestation case. And they're <laughs> yeah. like, we'll bring in our senior child molestation expert. And he's like, guys, I, I, I know it's a gag, but I, I don't like that name. I'm out. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, who else we got? Ashcake Squiggle. Speak up, girl. Speak up. You're a podcast. Ashcake Squiggle. Yes, from the Ladies Room Podcast. It's a lovely Ashcake. Oh, hey. And Stacy. Yes, also from the Ladies Room Podcast. Yeah. You guys have been lighting the interwebs on fire with your guys' shows. Kind of loosened up a little bit. I kind of got the way the okay. show's going to go in my head. Okay, let's just start again. Three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the YMM Podcast. I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. We're and, doing this again? Yeah, hang on. Just okay. so, I got it in my head now. It was for some reason I was frozen up on the fucking. I was still in 
character mode for some reason. Bienvenido al YMM Podcast. Yo soy tu estos, Tito Guillén, con mi amigo... You get the intro for Cinephiles. You don't take my gig okay. here. <laughs> <laughs> Not available in Spanish for our, our uh, Hispanic audience. No hablo español. Lo siento. Lo siento. Tal vez la próxima vez vamos a estar en español. With us today, we had a bunch of people at the dining room table tonight. We already introduced it. I'll fucking cut it in somehow. But... I want to talk about probably what the big news that happened in the last week. Yeah, I'm getting into it now. You should have seen me on Shalom. You really do shift your head a lot, don't you? You look a fucking Lucy neck as they did in high school, right? Lucy neck. The, 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 uh, what I want to talk about is what's been going on for the last week that's been absolutely fucking crazy news for my eyes is this derpa darp fucking bullshit. Derpa? Derp, derpa, derpa. What? Introducing derp. Derpa, derpa, derp. It's not that fucking far off, man. That's what everyone's calling it on site, okay, right? Okay, what does it stand for? Okay, it actually stands for, it's called the DARP Project, and it's the Alberta Drug and Alcohol Risk Reduction Pilot Project. And anyone, even if you work in the oil sand site or not, you've been hearing about this absolutely steady because, to me, I think it's the most invasion of privacy no, no, man. I think you might be better to give a, a back, uh, well, actual I, background I, I, of the project. Give, I'm just going to go on I my fucking give, uh, I can give opinions. a bit of an objective view of what's going on. So essentially, um, for those of you that aren't from Fort Murray or aren't familiar how things work in Fort Murray, um, the sites require drug testing <laughs> uh, to both work and if there's an incident. Uh, so the idea is if you're coming to work on a site, um, all of the oil sand sites require a drug test beforehand to show that you're clean so that you're allowed to work on site. And that um, it's for called free access. Yeah, to, for all intents and purposes, this is not it, – it's, 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 uh, it's presented as something that is meant for safety, and it is, but it's also for legal purposes because these sites pay insurance, and that actually reduces the amount of insurance they pay annually because it shows that they run like they're doing their due diligence to make sure to – it's called calculated risk, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if there is an incident on site, the idea is anyone involved in the incident can be drug tested at that point in time. Mm-hmm. And so uh, what usually happens is this is where we, we start getting into a little bit of a gray area because we have union and non-union workers at these sites. Um, and so what happens is when you drug test someone that belongs to a union, essentially their union has the right to be involved in this process and uh, basically control over how, it, the per- how, the, how the individual is treated. You're getting ahead of, you're getting ahead of yourself. Yeah. Okay, basically what was announced last week is that there's a project called DARP. As well, said. no, no, no. I'm talking about what exists right now. Oh, sorry. Okay, go yeah, ahead. So, so, sorry. Uh, we're gonna, we're, I'll, okay, I'll transition no, into DARP. Right. So, right, right. so essentially what's happening is so it's, it's always, there's always been a little bit of a debate is um, can, can, uh, can these sites drug test these people without, without unions being around? Does the, union, does the union have the ability to say, no, you can't drug test, test this person? Does the person have the right to refuse? Technically, they do. But if right to refusal is almost admittance on, on these sites. So if you say, you know, it's like, we're, you're going to get drug tested because you were involved in this incident. You say no, that could be an automatic termination on these sites because it's, it, you know, by, by not by not committing to the test, it's basically you're 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 saying I, I, I am on something TV. similar to like if you're caught uh, uh, drinking and driving, you blow over, if you uh, these refuse the breathalyzer, refuse yeah. breathalyzer. The punishment is the same as if you had blown over the, the correct, eighty milligram. Yeah, the only difference is they don't have. D- proof. Uh, uh, proof that you exactly. were drunk. Yes, yes. Now, Something you can this, this sometimes works as a loophole because what happens is someone will get terminated and on their paper it can't say that they were terminated because they were found positive for drugs. Mm-hmm. It'll just say they were terminated for refusing, refusing the drug. And, yes. and that means they could get work. They're better, more likely to get work somewhere else, right? Yes and no. Depending, right? Yes. Okay, right. so transition this this gray area is now transitioning into the DARP program. What the DARP program is essentially asking now is 
aside from incidents and beginning work at a at a workplace, the employer now ha- now would have the right to randomly test any employee. Actually, uh, that was initial thoughts, but as we progress into this program that got announced, some details are being released. Um, basically, as of now in the oil sense, there's three ways that you are drug tested. One is pre-access before you start work. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one is uh, post-incident. After something happens, you can be legally drug tested. The third is reasonable cause, which to me is a very broad envelope because you can kind of justify reasonable cause for mm-hmm. anything. So that's the three ways you can get to it now. What the DART program is going to do is add a fourth level to that. Now there's random drug testing, mm-hmm. where there's still going to be pre-access testing in all these sites. Mm-hmm. It's just now there's going to be, quote-unquote, a way that a certain list is generated, or a certain how the logistics behind it is, is subjective to the site. It's going to be... It's, Somehow, some way, shape, or form, people are going to be randomly drug tested through a, a non-party or a non. What's the terminology? Non-associated, non. A third party. Okay, well, just third. A third party. Non-associated. Third, third party, party system slash person. However, they decide is going to is going to figure out. Impartial. Impartial. Okay, there you go. An impartial system or person, however it's going to work, is going to decide who gets it's a randomly. monkey with a bunch of balls. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of systems. It's going to be decide random drug testing, and that's the way it's working right now. It's it still adds a fourth level. You're now, still going to have your post-incident. You're still going to have yeah. your, your, your uh, reasonable cause. You're still going to have your pre-access. But to me, it, and this is what's happening in, in this pilot program, and this is what everyone's getting all up in arms about. You're going to cut in? No, uh, what I was going to say is uh, no, uh, you kind of uh, hit on the head. The problem the problem we're facing now is I mean, um, here, here, here's essentially the breakdown is the big argument that's being pay, uh, that's being put into place is it's it's an invasion of personal privacy pers- personal privacy the argument that's being put, put forth by now a, a reminder again this is a pilot program it's not 100% in effect they're trying it out it, not all the sites have, have accepted to this I believe yeah. Syncrude hasn't uh, the, there's three sites that have uh, started this pilot project I believe here it's they're uh, Suncor Energy Total ENP Canada oh. and Canadian National Resources. Yeah. So, so there's three specific sites. No. Now, from what I'm being yeah. told, this is a common practice in the states and yes. other industries in Canada, i.e., the truckers. You're okay, Pinchy. It's common, it, sir. exceptionally common practice. Well, not exceptionally, but it is common practice in the aviation industry. For randoms? For random drug testing at any time. I apply, uh, for myself, I applied to a, a company. I won't uh, divulge the, yeah, yeah. the company. Um, and I had the uh, pre screening. Uh, alcohol and drug Pre-access, tests. Yeah. And I was uh, in my uh, offer of employment, which I actually did uh, did turn down eventually because I was offered a, a better Another position. Job, yeah. um, it said that you during your course of your employment, you will be subject to random drug testing. Really, and for myself, I, I I'll you know I have beer off duty. Whatever I'm, I don't do drugs or, or anything like that. To for myself, that was no 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 big deal because I'm operating a large piece of machinery uh, flying through the sky with you know passengers on board, yeah. cargo on board. I have the potential to injure not only myself but a lot of other people and cause massive yeah. amounts of property damage to uh, to anything. Should there be an incident, a crash, or even something something small. And uh, operating aircraft, just being around an aircraft is inherently dangerous if, you know, engines are running and, yeah. uh, and things are moving outside the aircraft. Inside, safe. 
Understood. I don't want to freak anybody out here and have them not fly anymore. But, just you know, just be on the wing of the plane <laughs> yeah, when it's crashing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's fine. If it's you're fine. outside the aircraft and it's going down, you're fucked. But uh, that's just uh, that's just part of the uh, part of that uh, the industry that you know random drug testing. And I have no problem with that because you know I've, to me like if someone is you know uh, I guess. Uh, you know, using drugs or using alcohol outside of or uh, of the uh, of their workplace, it ha- it does have an effect at to some point. Like, there's I'm looking it up right now. There's actually uh, part of the uh, Canadian aviation regulations. It's written in law that you cannot uh, operate an aircraft after or within eight hours of consuming alcohol. It's that straight up period. That yeah, is it's not a law. company policy. It's That's a fucking not a law. Company, a lot of company policies are 10, Dictate, 12 yeah. hours. This um, is law. But this is absolute law. You violate this, you have... It's not... It's uh, a criminal charge, isn't it? It's not... It, it itself is not a criminal charge, but if you operate an aircraft with uh, within eight hours, you can then be charged with dangerous operation of a... Uh, vehicle, vessel, or aircraft. And this debate is actually interesting because I've had a lot of it uh, recently at work, and I find the more I debate it, the more comfortable I'm getting with the system, which I find weird. Well, it's interesting because the whole thing is like to to refute it or to go against it seems to almost impl- implicatory. To, well, to and that's people. the thing because like, it's it's really interesting because you t- you talk to people on site and it's like because um, interesting enough I was listening to the radio and in the radio they were getting public opinion and and there it was mostly most of the people were for it. Yeah. But the thing is, if you really paid attention or read the or or heard the context between it, a lot of these people that were talking that were saying, "Oh yeah, we're totally for it." It almost seemed like they were pressured to, <laughs> you know. And I was like, "Yeah, no, it's a great idea." <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, that's the thing. Like- and and um, here here's the problem: is can this be abused? Right? Because we are talking random, right? And mm. you know, all it takes is one dick supervisor to to not like one person and pawn it off as a random test. Yeah. yeah. Well, that 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 ruins the what system. it seems to yeah. be. What the system seems to be here is is conducted by an impartial uh, entity. Yeah. And so that's that the idea. No one can no, no supervisor. I can say, oh, I really don't like that Tito yeah. guy. I'm just going to keep testing, testing, like, harassing. What's him. a good instance? You know, and oh, he yeah. comes in, you know, smelling of booze. Oh, just test, test, test. Or, yeah, you know, and, and uh, that's oh, a reasonable I, I think he might be, uh, you know, I think he might be doing cocaine on his days off. Yeah. Let's test him for cocaine. No, it's just there's, uh, I, I would, I'm assuming it's, it'll be a great big pool. Random numbers yeah. are drawn up. I've heard there. pro. I've heard computer programs. I've heard like agencies that are completely out of the city, out of the province. I've well, heard also out of the country. I'm pretty I've heard sure very, that's how they do it back home. Is it? Yeah, because we used to do it at the refinery in New Zealand. They would have to really, because for legal terms, I mean, they'd probably want to disassociate as much as possible. It's like a new now, system. Now, interestingly enough, um, the president that the that these companies have put in for, forth as to why it doesn't violate human rights is essentially uh, human rights violation comes when uh, doesn't come on the testing side. It comes when a positive has come. So you, you violations person? violation only comes in how uh, could be touched if how you treat the person that goes uh, blows positive or goes positive or whatever. Interesting interesting thing about that though is the way it's outlined is if a person has is found to have an addiction, the company is by law has to help them. If they don't have an addiction though, they could face termination. Yeah. Now the real question is. 
why don't you just say you're an addict if you're if you're positive? But you gotta now. Now you have to prove you're an addict. Yeah. So, but here's the thing. But here's, four needles in front. Go. But here's, <laughs> but here's the interesting thing. Like it's the interesting See thing. See how well like, you hit that vein. I guess yeah. the question is who who's more of a liability, the addict or the person that maybe was he drank a little bit too late the night before coming into his shift that mm-hmm. morning. And and like with this program, and like I said, the more I talk about it, the more like I can understand the side of it, and, and that's what's bothered me. Except for the one key aspect. Well, it shouldn't bother you, but I no, mean, it does. Yeah. It, it bothers me the fact that it seems like nowadays companies are really trying to consume what you do in personal life. Like the other the day, Facebook army argument. Facebook argument. The other day, uh, a friend of mine was telling me about how. It's written in their policy that if they're on days off yet get into a skydiving accident, their company won't pay for their insur- their medical insurance because that's deemed a high risk activity. Well, yeah. Plus, you sorry, <laughs> but no, like to, to keep going while Tito's fill- dude have some clean water in the fridge. This is clean water. That's true. Tap water is actually the best for you. The uh, but no, like what's getting to me is there's a very fine line of how this program is working, and it's it's and this is where a lot of the arguments are coming over the table. Some people are just like, yeah, I want to like it, it's the legality aspect. Like, oh, he's doing illegal substances. This is not the way the sites are working or how this program works. It's not a right or wrong whether you do cocaine. We, like, it's not a legality debate. The debate is, are you under the influence to work safely? It's a safety debate. Yeah. It's not of, oh, you're doing illegal substances, you should be thrown in jail. It, mm-hmm. That's not what this debate is about. And this is where I think the fine line needs to be made, right? It's, it it's doesn't matter if Buddy tests for fucking meth and cocaine. Buddy could have a meth lab in his house. Like, Probably not. <laughs> but, no, but no, I'm just saying, like to me as a company, that's none of their fucking business. It's not. It's none of their damn business, and that's what's getting me with this whole program. This is my uh, barriers for this thing. It doesn't matter what I do on days off. If I do a shitload of cocaine, as long as I go into work and work on their site not under the influence and work safely, it's none of their concern. That's a bit, and this is where the the, the whole program get, uh, gets into a further gray area. Is right now current tests of cocaine are. Yes, coke in system. No, coke not in system. Yeah. Well, that, and there's no defining element. It's not like alcohol where we have, you know, people have been drinking, driving you nailed for, it because for this 100 is- years mm-hmm. now. And it's it's to the point where we have a specific amount. You're allowed to have a certain amount of Levels. alcohol in your system based on these studies, this research, la da 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 And that's what it is. And the thing is, alcohol, it goes into you, it goes out of you at a certain rate, certain meta- it's metabolized to Same with uh, marijuana, right? Mm. Same with, and it is, same and, with and marijuana. And marijuana is probably the, the, the one that lasts in your system the longest. Too. But you're not under the influence. No, I, no, I understand yeah. that. Yeah. And that's the thing, is they need to create some way of determining, well... Okay, there's marijuana in the system, but was he at the ACDC concert last night? <laughs> and, you know, the guy was spied on. How could you prove he's under the influence? Where it's exactly. like, you're three weeks but pregnant. Here's all, you smoked weed three weeks ago. There's also the, the, but there's also this, uh, this, uh, this other thing where... What? Yeah, no, uh, you, yeah she got pregnant. Oh God, the weed made her pregnant? No, no. Weed babies? No. I said, it needs to be like a pregnancy Like Tommy case, Chung so. just rolls out of her bed. <laughs> Dave's not here, man. <laughs> oh, she spreads her legs with smoke. Like, I'm trying to say, like, it would be more accurate if they were more like pregnancy tests, where with a pregnancy test, it's like, 
three weeks pregnant. Well, weeks pregnant. some I oil. Smoked weed three weeks ago. Oh, okay. I see. Ago, some or two hours ago. You're still fine. Well, I, some sites have level dictates, right? Mm-hmm. Like they can tell how much THC is in your system, how much amphetamines. Uh, interestingly enough, some drug tests actually work in the reverse too, uh, where they actually measure metabolites. So it doesn't actually measure the drugs, but it measures yes. the, the components in your body that the drug uses to metabolize, mm-hmm. and that could be an indicator as to the higher so level of metabolites, oh. the higher level of that. Well, exactly. Or actually, it system. would be the opposite: lower level of metabolites, oh, higher yeah. level, higher Fair level enough. of the drug Fair that was enough. consumed, yeah. and that's usually a, a way to indicate addiction. Because uh, us mm-hmm. uh, uh, normal users or uh, re- or regular users would have lower level of metabolites than someone who uses it maybe once in a while, right? So, yeah. so it, 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 you know, they, they've, there's testing tools, but um, actually, uh, uh, Pinchy, you brought up a really interesting point. You work in an industry where, it, yeah, you can put other people in danger if you're mm-hmm. if if you're under the influence, can. but. What about people that work in an office or people that don't work operating machinery? Now, what is the relevance yeah. of them of them having to be drug tested for something like that? But where do you draw the line? Like, I can understand pitch. <laughs> He's operating the computer. Hi. Oh, no, I'm just saying, man. Like, <laughs> God damn, I'm, I'm, it up wrong. I'm just saying, how, how, like, where do you draw the line? He like, just kept typing Doritos, Doritos, Doritos. <laughs> Chips, 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 chips. But I mean, I, I but no. What if you're what if you're that fucking engineer that only works into his office, but you make that one fucking minor calculation no, that right. builds a fucking structure? You're wrong. completely right. Where do you draw the line? Lo- <laughs> the building looks like a giant poly. <laughs> It's leaning. It's, it's a now. fucking tower that's leaning to the left, but it was fucking stoned. <laughs> yeah. The coker looks like a giant bomb. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, where do you draw the line? Like, I, you can. They say, quote unquote, safety sensitive positions. You yeah. can mask that for anything. Yeah. As soon as you pick true. up a fucking. As soon as you pick up a hammer, you got so fucking high you threw the hammer at Buddy's head. Like, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> have, have you guys seen Reefer Madness? Oh, no. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That movie's so yeah. great. It's, it's, uh, it was a USA public health video that's supposed to show why people aren't supposed to do marijuana. This guy kills his girlfriend on yeah, pot. It's the greatest movie ever. It's so funny. Does he actually kill her? Oh, yeah. No, she, oh. he, he kills her by accident and then he jumps out of a window <laughs> because he was high. The pot baby do it, man. Oh, you, you guys need to watch this movie. Um, I actually have a little mini poster because right, I thought yeah. it was one of the funniest movies ever. <laughs> what is it? The sweet pill that makes you go insane is the like tagline. Yeah. But, um... Oh. Uh, okay, here here's my issue with it. Like I'm, I have like I honestly have no problem with it. I mean, sure, okay, I understand uh, for insurance reasons, for safety reasons. I want to work in a safe place. Everyone does, right? There could be better ways of testing things. I I think that there should. Uh, if if it, if they were to ask me, I said, you know, we're still a couple of years away from having something like this because we don't have drug testing that can tell us whether or not someone is under the influence at the moment. And even if even if we did. You know which which drugs are more dangerous than other drugs. It's all across the board right now, right? Whereas someone could they could be using say they didn't report that they were on prescriptions, right? Does yeah. that mean that they get terminated? Can yeah. they put an argument for it? You know, yeah. does mm-hmm. and, and and the thing is, are they now on file for you know because they put they, they, maybe they got a false positive? Uh, now are they a person of interest because of that, right? And Fair that enough, you know yeah. that could ruin their career. Yeah. Uh, okay, so going sorry, getting to my point, my issue is. To even even us right now podcasting about us podcasting about it 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 gives automatic implication because we're arguing that's a mentality the point, though that's a mentality because we're because we're arguing the point does that mean that we're drug users no, no. but it could be seen as that right and that's where I, that that's where like, you're not we could allowed be targeted, right? right yeah but you can't be that's that's inevitable well, we shouldn't be right well but you know people have abused systems before and the problem the problem is. 
um, the system is only as as good as the safeguards that are in place. What safeguards are in place to make sure that this is random, that that supervisors can't abuse it, that someone just can't say drug test this person, right? I think that might be. I'd- Again, I don't, I've only read what's been mm-hmm. publicized in the media about it. This might be this test bed might be. I don't know. Uh, you know, if they haven't explained that, if oh, if there's a uh, po- positive in this test bed, they're going to be terminated. Mm-hmm. This might be the actual. You know, kind of uh, lab rat study. Well, it is right. Of, it's a pilot of project. What it is. Yeah, and that's the thing is like they can't take a large enough sample of workers to you know just go. Be in a lab and say you smoke pot here and you don't. You be the placebo and we yeah. test this and we yeah. test that. And, and you know there has to be some sort of and that's initial yeah. testing. And this is and this is actually where and and the re- biggest upheaval isn't even from the workers. It's from the unions. The unions have been very well, vocal the, worker, the workers this. are pretty vocal about it too. And, and this is where I got into debates uh, at work. I just finished my work set and I get debates at work at it where uh, someone actually said something pretty good. Like I use the example of. Do I feel safe with a person that smoked weed a week ago working next to me, or the person that just drank their face off the night before? You know, what I mean, like the, uh, personally, I think alcohol is a much more destructive drug. But then, buddy, come came right back at me, which I agree with you. And like, said, fuck you, beer's well, good. Well, no, he's just like, <laughs> maybe your argument isn't so much this testing, but your argument is about legalities of, of marijuana. Mm, and I'm like, a, that's very and, interesting. And I'm like, no, you're very point because like. If someone gets dinged for fucking meth and coke, am I all up in arms? Not really, but I've seen a lot of people that smoke weed casually fucking get the axe. And I'm just like, it's so fucking tragic, right? And so maybe my argument isn't so much... My argument will always be privacy. To me, once you leave that site, the company has no damn business of what you do. You can come home, fucking walk around in a dress and, and jerk off. Like You know what I mean? I'm just saying. It's, Don't tell us about a your A company <laughs> has no business what you do on days off. And it seems like a lot of people are more and more, companies are more and more like, no, no, you can't do that. You must carry this Blackberry and you must answer it at 2 o'clock in the morning when I ask. Like, no, I'm here for 12 hours. And then I leave. It doesn't matter what I do That's very within those 12 you. hours. But, I mean, you could come to work with effects of that. I think of all these, like, the workers who go out on their short change and get totally fucking shit-faced, and they have to go to work in a few hours. And I know people who go to work, and they're still ridiculously hungover, and they're driving these big yeah. 797s. Like I said, so it and goes like, down to a level influence level. Exactly, How can you yeah. tell you are under the influence of something mm-hmm. else, right? Mm-hmm. Alcohol, you can. There's a proven level for that. Weed, shrooms, fucking... Coke, I got like everyone. It's funny because everyone's like, "Oh, Coke's in your system for three days." Guys, don't don't listen to what anyone tells you. It's simple as that. Like it, everyone always thinks they listen have it. Listen to Todd. Everyone <laughs> thinks they have it figured. Everyone thinks they have it figured out. No one knows jack shit, right? Yeah. Like fucking, oh, weed stays in your system for thirty days. Bullshit. Do a little bit of research. Don't listen to what your fucking coworker who's well, doing the advising in his eyes is trying to tell you. Sim- simply put, it's the same as as alcohol metabolism. It varies from person to person. It does, it, it, and you're right. It does. Yeah. That how can you test if someone's under the influence? Mm-hmm. That's the underlying question. I'm going to expand a little bit on what uh, what Todd was saying. There is the, again. I think that uh, as he said, the whole stigma is legal versus non legal in the the. the uh, you know, in the in the country, in the yeah. criminal system, we have. You know, if they had come out and said, "Okay, we're going to test people, not drugs, alcohol, alcohol only." I'd be forced. Everybody I'd be all for it. Like, yep. Fuck yeah. Bring no it in. No problem. No problem whatsoever. Yeah. Vice versa, if they had come out and said, "Okay, we're just going to test everybody for drugs," but if they, you know, if they're drunk out of their minds, dead yeah, the hell with that. Well, that, that, it would have been. Everyone would be like, "Yeah, well, okay." 
okay. <laughs> but now it's it's both kind of wrapped into one. As you said, I think it's kind of the whole, you know, alcohol is a drug. It's just a legal drug. Yeah. You know, yeah. And you, you can consume up to well, caffeine. You can, you can drink your face off and go blackout drunk. And it's perfectly yeah, legal. If, you, your if you're eight, within eight you hours of work, you can go to work. You can't drive. You can't fly an airplane. You can't be captain of a of a of a ship with it legally. It's really interesting. Yeah, no. But you're right. the thing is, if you take a puff of uh, a joint, boom, you're breaking the law. You're fucked. You, it's game over. Smart, 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 pot. It's and, and, and you're right. I think uh, Pinchy, you nailed the nailed it on the head there. The fact that. The, maybe the real argument is the legalities of certain drugs. I mean, the thing is, they're saying that. I mean, was it two years ago they, they released that thing that harder drugs are in Fort McMurray because of the fact that marijuana takes so long to metabolize? Yep. These guys want to use a drug that takes That's less time to metabolize. You, you can yeah. go do cocaine on your short yeah, shift and you'll be fine. Or something yeah. like that. But like, and then a part of me even says, if Buddy, if so and so wants to do a couple bricks of cocaine on his days off. Who are we to tell him? You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure he's an educated man. He knows the fucking heart. Like, and how can some? Back, you know, how if he's can, doing a couple of keys I mean, of cocaine on his days off. He's not an educated man. All I'm saying is, as a company, what Unless business? He's in the 80s. What? <laughs> as a company, what business of his of it is yours of what he done on his days off? And holy if, shit, grammar! That was bad, wasn't it? What he's done? What? Yes, they deserve to die. Burning hell. Wait, Stacey's finally saying something. But, I mean, the company has a right to know if they're hiring drug users or not. You think so? I mean, like, for instance, if you wanted to hire a babysitter for Kingston, would you be concerned if she did drugs? Where do you draw the line, though? I want to know drug users. I want to know who you talk to. I want to know who you hang out. I want to know what car you drive. You can't pick out those. So, like I said, where do you draw the line, though? Like, if a company wants to know drug users, where where do you draw the line? Yeah, but they're not just you at home. I want to know if I've been to showgirls in the last six months. I want to know who you hang out with. Do you hang out with? Maybe you hang out with the the Hells Angels. But no, I'm just saying. Where do you draw the line? A company has a, a company has a right to do a criminal record check to prove that you've never been proven of a crime. I can understand that part, but to sit there and get dinged for something you did not, not on their watch mm-hmm. and without just cause, like I, like uh, post incident random, uh, like I said, the random samples are the random, uh, not random, fucking uh, post incident pre access. What's the other one, guys? I just said uh, it. The supervisor, three. the one... No, justifiable cause. Justifiable cause. Justifiable cause. Yeah. That one even is pretty great, too, but I can understand it. If you did something wrong at work, I believe the company is well within their right to do any kind of fucking test they want. They want to find out why. But if I'm just sitting in my office, didn't do a goddamn thing, and all of a sudden buddy's like, you, piss, now, that's not right. Uh, and just because... And the, one of the arguments, too, is because someone was just like, well, you're on company property. A company can do whatever they want. No, because if a company, if an oil sands company said, we're not hiring black people, imagine the fucking outcry that would cause. Because mm-hmm. it's illegal. But that's no, a, I'm just that's saying. That's a pretty strong implication. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I, how is this any different? How is this any different? And then, illegal. And then the, the thing behind that, too, is, man, I walked in your door, what? I don't know, an hour ago, and you could be like, okay, I'm going to drug test you because you're in my house. Well, yeah. it, well okay, like, just, to, just to go back no, just that, one that, step before we get into this podcast, you will pee in this cup. Before, yeah. before we, we uh, <laughs> we're getting crazy here. <laughs> Being black is not going to endanger anyone at work. <laughs> but no, that was an example he's of just, a. Co- I'm just saying it's a little bit exaggerated. But no, but I'm just saying if a company regulates a policy just because they're it's on their property, they can regulate whatever policy they want. 
No, they can't. He took it to the extreme. No, it, well, look at this. No shoes, no shirts, no service. That seems mm. a, a, a better comparison. Ah, I was actually a store this evening. No, good point, good no point. shoes, no shirt, no pants, no service. I walked in with a pair of shorts, yet they no one seemed to bother me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I know what you're trying to say too. Like a company deserves to know whether they're hiring drug users or not. Like to me, that's what a criminal record check can to mm-hmm. clarify. If they don't got a pass, but history, they never got caught. I mean, it's preventive. Right? Yeah. Like, well, like I said, how far are you willing to go? Drugs are illegal, so you know they're going through illegal methods to obtain the drugs for one thing. So it says something about the person's character in yeah, general. If you I don't want kind of like a criminal, if you don't want those. It's still criminal activity, and you know, yeah. you know, debating you legally doing drugs makes you a criminal. Wow. aside, it's it's still like I said. Illegal. Like, where do you draw? But once again, a company's control on days off. Where do you draw the line? Oh, I want you to. Yeah, I no, I don't agree with it. I'll, because too much. Once I leave those fucking gates. I can do what I want. I can sleep in the fucking park. <laughs> if I don't get caught, it's my fucking prerogative. I wouldn't stab so babies. Like, I, I just try to think of it from a business For the owner's, record, I wouldn't like, stab babies. From a business owner's perspective, though. The business owner's perspective and how like, they got this far is the safety issue. That's, mm-hmm. That, that yeah. is the only reason they got as far as they did. Now. Is to say, we don't care about the legalities of the... Well, the thing is, what, what could always kibosh this is if, uh, um, what's it called, uh, Amnesty International or some sort of regulatory body says... No, civil rights, you know, you, uh, civil rights would say that a person, a person, what they do on their days off, like they could step in, they haven't, yeah. right? Because well, that's how they're, yeah. that's why they're doing it because the legalities don't say how you treat a person, uh, a person. That I don't think it's been cleared them. yet. Like mm-hmm. clearly the fucking racism, like clearly like the, my hiring black people example, that has went to the courts because there is laws against that. I just don't think we've gotten as far with this drug test yet because this is only within the last 10 years that this became popular. Yeah, fair enough. I will say when uh, I'll go back to your whole, you know, sitting in the office, you out pee in the cup. Now we're gonna drug test you. When I uh, when I was applying for that uh, that job position where you know you were subject to a random drug test, that was only for the pilots, only for the operators. If you yeah. were operating a an aircraft, uh, you were subject to that. And I'm I'm not sure they might uh, might do it that way. They might do it, uh, you know, the blanket everybody if you work out here. But I would I would put it out there. If I you know if I were to bet on it, I would say only the operators. Only if you are in an area that you know of of safety. You know I, I you know you you get that gray area where you, oh the engineer built the <laughs> built the building crooked. That wasn't but a and that's example. you know I, I would have hoped that if he's passed you know. Uh, Four years, five years, or six yeah. years of engineering he's school. Qualified. He's not going to just go get high and try and build a building because he'll come in the next day when he's not high and go like, "Oh shit, those that was a complete waste of a day." And then he gets fired for not building the the building. Some sites have already said ninety five percent. It's whoever touches a tool. Ninety five percent that covers ninety five percent of the workforce. So are the drug tests immediate? Like, do they like just come into your office and be like, "Here's a coke bottle, piss in it"? Logistics, or do they coke go, like, bottle. <laughs> Pepsi. Jeez. He walks in as he finishes drinking. Or it. do they like give you like a, like a notification I, like, hey, you're getting drug tests. You've been selected for a random drug test. You know, take us down to the clinic. I don't think the logistics have been figured out yet. No, it's because it's, it's just it's come well, on. No, I th- I think they have to for the broad and the broad strokes. And yes, it will be group. Uh, I believe it's going to be groups that are are considered. Uh, safety high sensitive, yes. yeah, or high risk for that sort of thing. So. The, yeah, um, that's what it used to be like at the refinery. That'd be like, okay, um, at three o'clock this afternoon, you've got a random drug testing. Go to the go to the nurses station. Well, here's the thing, and, we're, and here's uh, kind of what puts everything into a moot point is the fact that 
Other other countries are already doing this. We're we're behind. Other industries in the country have to do this. Though, like, do you think it's necessary? I mean, like, I could just see someone driving a seven ninety seven over a truck and then finding out that this guy just did a shitload of coke on short change and then everyone pointing fingers. It wasn't short change either. It was doing lines of coke before, like. While the driving. Yeah. The, thing, <laughs> the, the thing behind random drug tasting is it's supposed to be preventative. It's to save lives, though, at the end of the day. I mean, it's not an invasion exactly. of privacy. Well, and, and that's like I said, where do you draw the line? I can, if, I, if I'm forced to stay in my house... I won't get hurt. Well, if you want to work for this company, then like I think you should yeah, bend to their that's, rules. That's but th- then again, like what's to stop them from saying I'm not hiring retarded people? Like I said, they, no, do you no, want no, the guy no, with no, Down syndrome driving a 797? One, they're not called retarded. <laughs> stop getting so political. <laughs> oh, that's ex- no, no, but seriously, exactly you wouldn't right hire though. people with like physical disabilities to work certain jobs because it wouldn't be safe. So yeah. you wouldn't hire people you, that, they, that do they have to draw bad example. I'll go back to my black example. That's a terrible example. Why are you getting? so racist with this. How, but no, how, but I'm just proving a point what that a company can write what they want as a policy and everyone's they, like, they can do what they want. No, no they no, can't. It comes to a line. They have a drop job criteria. If you didn't go to school, you can't have the job. If you did drugs, you can't have the job. If you've got a criminal record, you can't do the job. Then you it. know that before you apply for the job, so don't do. It's not like they're arbitrary yeah. writing rules, though. They have checked. Like I said, there's there there's a gray legality in human rights that they're able to use yeah, yeah, for no. president on this, and that'll right? shut so. me up on that one. That, that and was... I mean, here's the thing: the, what, what's gonna what? Okay, what will be the deciding factor here? What what decides whether or not this pilot program is successful? Essentially, the 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 key pinchy leaf. the key marker, the key the key performance indicator should be a um, a lower rate of incidents so, yeah. on sites yep. based on drug related uh, mishaps. Yep. So basically, they they should have the statistics showing how many drug related mishaps they've had in the course of this pilot project. They should see a reduced uh, a reduction in that. It should it should go from whatever it is to a, you know and then it should be you know how much is enough like I mean how much is this costing us how much uh, you know is twenty five percent enough more right twenty five thirty percent you got to look at it like that you got to look at financially and mathematically whether or not it's justifiable to um, uh, the cost of this program because it's not cheap what they're doing right no it can't be yeah and and secondly is it worth it is it actually making a difference because the thing is why are we doing something if it's not making a difference right like it's you know and, and uh, you know a, a lot of companies. Uh, uh, you know, companies that uh, 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 in any industry, they sh- need to be periodically audited to see what is essential, what is being, what what is redundant, and what just doesn't make sense, right? And I can understand. I understand it. I see where it's going, and and like I said, to me, my biggest issue is not the, so much like the reason why I use like the black people example is I think you're right. Like uh, people can like they can do a job posting and I'm say. You'd have this qualification, you'd have this, this, and this. My biggest issue with it is companies controlling you on what you do on your days off. Mm-hmm. No, I see that. Do I said, am I a guy that fucking goes and does bricks of cocaine? You're right. A stupid guy would only do that. But the problem is, who are we to dictate no, that our next door neighbor is a saying. fucking idiot just saying. because he does that? You work you know on I mean? Monday... And your guy, your friends are like, "Well, come out on Sunday. Come out for a couple drinks." Well, I can't. I might be randomly tested on Monday morning. I might have alcohol in my system. That's the biggest. And, and I think there, that's there you what go. There's the argument. That's the yeah. whole premise of like preventative. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. As you say, he, uh, and that's why it's written into into law for the aviation industry is, you know, you 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 just can't. You know, it's 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 part of the aviation industry, but it's also part of the whole. You get yourself thinking like, well, you know, I could be randomly drug tested on Monday. 
Yeah, I'm not gonna. You know, I'll, I'll just sit this one out tonight. You know, I'm. Yeah. You know, go in. You know, and some stay in, have a good movie, and then you know, if you choose not to do that, you're like, oh well, I'm working the night shift today. A buddy of yours comes over at noon with you know four grams of coke, and you go, oh hell's yeah. And then you go get drug tested. Yeah, you're fired. I want to meet this Pinchy. I bet there's like an alternate universe somewhere where there's this Zorro Pinchy. (laughs) No, and and like I said, my I guess my biggest argument is not the details behind the program. It's it's the the theory behind like to me what you what you do on your days off should be your concern, right? No, you're 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 actually right. I'll tell this. I'll say this on air, and I'll, I'll I've already said it to my boss. Do I oppose the program? Yes. But I'll be the first one that goes for a piss every time, and I'll fucking piss clean every time. Yeah. I still don't think it's right. One yeah. thing I will give props to is I'm not... And I can't refuse. I, 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 I'm probably the last man that will ever back a union, because I've seen what it's done to my industry. Uh, but the, I will say one thing that's uh, the unions that are taking arms up against this is they are speaking out for you know people like Todd that says, okay, this is an invasion of the privacy. It gives a big voice to the workers. And, you know, that's that's exactly yeah, right. what... Yeah. That is the definition... Oh, I'm rooting for him in this of, fight. <laughs> ...of the union. It's a There's collective, uh, collective yeah. unit of uh, representing the employees to speak on behalf of not, you know, every, you know, most times or sometimes every employee, sometimes parts, you know, groups of the employees, sometimes, you know, one individual employee. Yeah. And, you know, that's this is probably one of the first instances, you know, unions aren't about squabbling over, oh, well, we get a 3% raise and, you know, uh, pension of this and pension yeah. of that. That's, that's what everybody's what come to see. vacation. Exactly. That's what everyone's come to see unions as. But something as fundamental as this. This is where they're key. You know, this is where unions are key. Yeah, and uh, if anything, it's it, you know it'll make sure that the like the unions are there so that what they're doing follows the guidelines that they set out as yeah. opposed to abusing the system, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. without checks and balances, you know. That's true. You're yeah. right. You can't let free reign go. Right? Now, um, what what I was going to say on on the same note was uh, interestingly enough, you know, I I would think that someone staying up all night playing video games would be just as dangerous as someone showing up, oh, especially yeah. if they're an operator. Mm-hmm. If yeah. someone's staying up all night, video game release, <laughs> right? You, you, there have been movies, a midnight yeah. release on a movie. There have been nights, especially when you're playing a really hardcore, intense yeah. video game like, like uh, World of Warcraft, uh, when you just gotta get that level no, four no, no, fucking no, troll. No, no, no. <laughs> when you're actually going, you know, a video game that draws you in, tells yeah. the story. I, I love the series of Half Life because yeah. it's a great story yeah. <laughs> in there. And you're just like, no, I need to get this. I need to do that. Yeah. I did this to everything. You're like, okay, taking a fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. I need to. I need to. Okay, I need to calm down. Okay, it's t- it's time to go to bed. It's yeah. four in the morning, and, so, and then you're lying there in bed, and all you can think of is how you did it wrong, how yeah, to do yeah. it better, how you did it differently. And then at seven a.m., you're like, oh shit, you didn't get any sleep. I need yeah. to get up for class now. <laughs> yeah, you didn't get any sleep, and you're you're not at peak performance, right? So, I mean, I guess to as an afterthought, the the thing is like. What is it really? You know, is that what we're really trying to? We shouldn't be testing for the drugs. We should be testing for the mental, mental and physical alertness. Are you yeah, under the influence capacity. of working safely? That's under the, the influence of working. Are you? Are you the inca- incapable of working safely? I say it. You fix it up. You That's how it works. <laughs> His own personal editor, folks. So you could have did your homework in high school. <laughs> I would have been beat up. Yeah. No. This is, are you under the influence? That's the question. 
It's just how do they find out that term? Like, and I'm all for that. I'm all for companies answering that question. Mm-hmm. It's how they go about getting that information. Is mm-hmm. I guess is where yeah. And that might gr- be that exactly might be where this pilot project lies. This is a this is a fact finding mission to see what yeah. uh, you know you know your drug it, test proves you did well, coke. What is under the influence? What if it comes back that every like ninety nine point nine 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 you know one guy crazy. one guy tested positive and he had a little bit of marijuana in his system. It comes back and you know the oil sand industries will stand up and be like. Our workers are 100% clean, except for that guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, and we fired him. Bob it's, in the corner over possible. there. Yeah, it's he like, a the following plays have been laid off. Simpson, Homer. That is, <laughs> that is all. <laughs> the, um, and, and that's what it's going to come down to with the fight, I believe, with the fight in the system. For the first people that do get uh, terminated because of this program, mm-hmm. I think it, the big fight is going to be prove that I was under the influence. Yeah. Just because I did meth four days before I came to work, yeah. prove that I'm under the influence. Because remember, it's, it's under the influence. It's not a legality fight, right? And they haven't even That's already been said. They haven't then. even said what's going to happen to a, a test positive. Well, if they're going to be yeah. terminated? This is where like, we have the program, and then each site handles the program differently, yeah, right? Okay, like, for certain oil sands companies, if you test positive and then you're like, oh, I'm, I'm addicted, mm-hmm. they send you to rehab, you come back, everything's hunky-dory, so right? So then what happens mm-hmm. if three months down the line they've been doing this pilot program and then it turns out that all like there's been a 70% drop in all dangerous like mm-hmm. any unsafe incidences well then it should becomes law I Do you think, exactly like, this is because what if what if it turns around and everyone goes fuck I could get randomly yeah. sorry what? <laughs> my virgin ears! Oh my gosh! She said, "Fuck!" Someone, bes- someone besides said Todd. Besides Todd said Dude, the effort like, on the I podcast. Shut it down! I don't know why I did that. Anyway, um, yeah, turn around seventy percent, and it's all because people are like, oh, like, oh shit, fuck, mother, etc. Like, I could get, I could get randomly dragged. No, said, I and that's not smoke then the program works. Week. The and, and, and no, I guess that's true. Exactly like, what was happening yeah. at the refinery in New Zealand is all the boys that I would hang out with, like Stop all of smoking the, weed. that they'd be like, you know, we'd all be sitting around like at the bar or whatever, and someone would come up and be like, "Oh, so do any of you guys want to smoke a joint?" And all of us would be like, "No, nah, no. man, we work at the refinery. We could get drug tested any day." No more hot knives in the company yeah. kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> do you think it's good for for McMurray Buffalo as a whole, though? I mean, just trying to shake away that drug reputation that we have now. Do you think Likely. that's going to help yeah. us out? I mean, we it, have a it really changed. It changed. It changed the way things worked out at the refinery in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. I mean, guys would go out there and be high as kites, like climbing up ladders and stuff and falling down. So they, <laughs> you crazy? They, they, they didn't get a lot done over there, did they? <laughs> No, but it's I mean, all day. Like, one guy. I assume. Just to climb, like, <laughs> I assume. It's like you know, the right? koala. And after after the drug testing thing happens, no one that I knew that I worked at the refinery ever would partake in drug use. And you're right. And so if you don't do drugs, if you worked at the refinery, you, you do. Then you'll you stop did doing not do drugs. drugs. But you think people are just throwing up arms? But then now you're getting into like, well, it's changing the person you are. Your work is dictating who you are, as opposed and to. And you get all the paranoid kids coming out. Like, but then again, if you're if you're really gun ho on drug use, I mean, don't <laughs> work. At, don't, you have the freedom yeah, to work where you want to work. You're right. You're right. Yeah, if you want to smoke. Weed all the time. Don't work at CNRL. Exactly. Don't work at Central. Don't work at Syncrude. Yeah. And it's all valid points. It's just I, I just hate the way it's our society is going. Like, it's not 
you're, like, you're how just dictating your life. You're worse. dictating your own life. Well, you like, look at the welfare in, in yeah. the States. Welfare now, you have to yeah. be drug tested. Yeah. Like, it's the same well, in I mean, actually, they're bringing that in now. I think that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Most people are on welfare because they're doing You're asking. Stereotype! Stereotype! Well, no, the reason it's there. The reason it's there is because of the fact that people have abused the system, right? Yeah. Yeah. Stereotype! Stereotype! You can't do that! You're not allowed to make assumptions like that! Look, but who's to say they aren't? What's that? Well, no. Like, we're just just providing. Why do you think they put drug testing at work in the first place? Because they've had so many drug related incidents that they. How is it a stereotype? You're already making rape what you said. Oh, a lot of people on warfare is on That's drugs true. anyway. I never said it. She did. <laughs> you! And se- we all know I have a bad mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and secondly, if you say, you know, it's like they're testing because a, a lot of people that, uh, that, uh, are try- that uh, try to use welfare, it's because of drug problems that they're yeah. in, the, in, in the situation yeah. in the first place. Yeah. Some people and are down on their luck, and then they get fucked over because people who are doing drugs are welfare. Takes the system. few that ruin it for the many, I guess. <laughs> and then, yeah, the stereotype would be to say a lot of those people are black. That is a stereotype. <laughs> Fair enough. Or a Fair enough. Yeah, well, now, you, now you're now you're splitting hairs here. <laughs> Stereotypes are not necessarily. In that example, I'll, it is bad. Okay, fair enough. I will say that. That's, I'll give him that. I'll give an example here. Uh, one of my, uh, one it's of my, statistical. one of the uh, folks that I fly with. Uh, he's an ex-Romanian uh, military pilot. Mm-hmm. He hasn't told me a lot about what he did because it's a lot. A lot of it's classified mm-hmm. over there. He said he was training with uh, the Russians. Uh, one uh, one weekend they go for they go for breakfast on the Saturday morning and they ask him do you want a hot coffee or do you want a cold coffee and he's like what well, I I don't, I don't know the it. difference yeah. like well hot coffee's hot coffee cold coffee's about four fingers of vodka and enough coffee to flavor it out and he's looking at them going you then you go fly a, a fighter jet after this and one of them said yeah if I don't have my cold coffee in the morning I'm just jittery all day well and I'm just shit. like holy Hell. I remember going through some uh, air shows in my time, and uh, well, I'm just going to say, should I finish that story? He said they're they're amazing pilots, though. He said yeah. they're fantastic. Well, they're probably pilots. like all Lucy Because well, fair enough. Like he said, a few of the one guy that said this, he looks like he's such an alcoholic that he can't function normally without you know copious amounts of alcohol. Well, like uh, I'll decide, I'll decide whether I want to put this in the podcast after. But like my mom worked in the Air Force, right? So yeah. we would always get backstage passes to the air shows, and it got to a point where the pilots would come in, like the the, the Blue Angels from the U.S. or what a group would come in together. They'd land, they'd park mm-hmm. the plane, get fucking shit faced in the office, officers' mess. So then, like the next morning, my mom would take me down because we had to help do setup and shit like that. And I just kind of roamed around, and I remember distinctly in my head that you see all the fucking fighter pilots hooked up to their oxygen masks next to the plane. <laughs> And yet these guys go and do these fucking amazing stunt shows. Yeah. yeah. Different time, I guess. Well, you hear about all the accidents at the air shows, right? Like, mm-hmm. are they under the influence or are they not? It's always, it's, there's never a right answer and it it's, drives me nuts. There is nobody that drinks harder than military, military fighter pilots. Russian nobody. military. <laughs> not even that. Not even that. Not even that. Like, I have been around, I have been around my fair share of, of military pilots, and uh, it, it's it's a stereotype that's 100% true. Pretty high-stress job, though. It was, it's on, yeah. uh, 
on uh, uh, Family Guy where I, they said, oh, there's a plane. Where there's a plane, there's a pilot. There's a pilot. There's there's a, it must uh, be a bar. I can finally get a drink. <laughs> they, Wings. You, 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 might, you might want your pilot uh, fucking three fingers deep in some vodka. The... Um, all right, I think we've beaten that fucking horse to death. So how about that uh, by-election? Just to put a quick cap on it, <laughs> one thing is for sure with this whole DARP program, it's coming and it's not going to stop. Uh, it's at least not for the at least not for the DARP 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 DARP. So it, I'm sure we'll hear more on it as uh, we come, and of course we'll be here to comment on it the whole way through. As Ashley said, we had a by-election. Ta-da. Anyone surprised by the results? Colleen, Colleen Tatum and Burton uh, Christine Burton and Colleen Tatum Both I'm happy to have were actually on the YMN podcast For a little uh, candidate show So that was pretty cool um, Both candidates I was very impressed with Did you get into a big argument about voting? What do you mean? Again? Well, I put it on my status And I, no, no, it, it was interesting because well, go, go ahead Well no I, I was just like I think I forget who I text I text someone I was just like so Who would you vote for? And they are just like Well I'm not, I'm not going to say I was like why not? There's Dude, like, you already voted The, the like, election's over like why not and then they're like well no I don't want to say so So I was just it's funny because a lot of people think I argue with them and I have no idea where they get that from at all (laughs) (laughs) and and I'm simply having a discussion and I put it on my Facebook I was just like just pointing me the question. Got a lot of replies. What? It did, but as soon as I posted that, uh, as soon as I posted that uh, question, that person texted me back and was just like, "You always fucking argue and blah 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 blah." I'm like, "Shut up! I'm just having a fucking conversation." Mm-hmm. So no, I- I'm just curious. Why d- don't people like to discuss who they vote for after the election? Now, before the election, Tito said it on this podcast before too, and it makes sense. You don't want to have like an influence. Well, because uh, I-, I know how popular I am, and everyone's like, "Well, Toski's voting for her. I'm like, gotta vote for that person, right?" Mm-hmm. I'm kidding. I wasn't serious with that. <laughs> well, no, it, it could cause someone to vote against them too, right? But no, exactly. No, and like, and I completely under that understand that aspect. But to me, I think when the polls close, why not? Well, I mean, that's when they're doing the tallies anyway. So, yeah. yeah. But no, and, and I, I was legitimately asking a question because I'm sure there's some answers. I think Teresa gave me a few answers that I never thought of. And I'm like, oh, that kind of makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Well, if you know, if someone you know was really adamant about uh, a certain candidate and that candidate didn't get in. You don't want to. They didn't want to, you know, divulge what they were what they were looking at. Well, you know, that's what, true. What, what the the way they were voting for. You know, uh, another way is looking at it is if you were. Uh, I know that this doesn't apply to this election specifically, but if you uh, if someone come out and said, "Oh, I voted," uh, you know, crazy Uzbekistani oh. take over the world. I you were going to say John Vival. Yeah, yeah, I no, voted no, John no, Vival. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, if you if you voted for some crazy off the the communist party, <laughs> yeah, if you voted for the communist party in the in the election, you'd be like, no, I, I just don't want to say who well, I voted McCarthyism, for. McCarthyism, right? Like there was political allegiance that was a, a big deal back. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess in that aspect, I can see that if yeah. you don't want to divulge your vote for the KKK party in the election. I can understand that. Yeah, <laughs> but then. <laughs> Then just make it up and say you voted for whoever. Well, this election was interesting, <laughs> yeah, though. Like, yeah. if it was fourteen fucking candidates for two for two positions, I was actually shocked. Isn't there another election in the fall too? Yeah, there the, is. Yeah. The general elections up uh, next fall. In the, oh, in, there you go. So not, it's a very very short stint before year they have ha- to defend. Year and a half. Yeah. And I would imagine, though, a good vast majority of the twelve candidates who did not 
yeah. win in this election will rerun. Well, I know Tyron Alt. Well, uh, I gave my yeah. list. Yeah, I gave my list of like there was four people that I wanted to vote for. Unfortunately, this is by election. I can only vote for two, but I mm-hmm. gave I gave my list of four, which was Matt Ewens, Tyron Alt, uh, Christine Burton, and Colleen Tatum. Mm-hmm. Those four really impressed me in regards mm-hmm. to platform, regards to their speech, their whole concepts. I really liked it. Like I said, unfortunately, I can only vote for two in this election. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying it right now, wide open. I hope those four run in the next election where you can mm-hmm. actually vote for six people instead mm-hmm. of just two because mm-hmm. right right there is, is four of my votes, right? So uh, hindsight's always twenty twenty, yeah. and uh, you know the I was surprised by the results. Uh, everybody, I from who I I spoken with, it was you know someone said. Colleen Tatum and so and so, uh, uh, Christine Burton and so and so. Never did I hear Christine Burton and, and Colleen, Colleen Tatum. Tatum. So good. A, lo- a lot what, of people. What I, what I like to, or what I look back at the election and see is they've their uh, lawyer, businesswoman in the community. You know the 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 heart and soul of the community, if you will, and they've been here for for quite a while. You know, made a haven't made a a, a reputation here, yeah. but they've just kind of always been in the community. A lot of people knew about them beforehand. You know, uh, nothing against any of the uh, other candidates. They it was a it was a good field that uh, that they had out there. Like Tyron Alt, uh, you know, everybody knows Tyron Alt, but they only kind of know him as. The one, the one set on the radio. Yeah, on the radio, Matt Ewens. Matt Ewens. You know, everyone was kind of a little new to to Matt Ewens. If you don't, you know, work at Syncrude or uh, you haven't read his blog, it's it's kind of uh, you know, He's Matt Ewens is is a new name. So I think that was uh, shied away a little bit on that. Um, Keith McGrath was uh, another. He was very interesting on the show, yeah. man. Yeah, I you know, he was uh, he's a, he's an interesting character working at the golf course last summer. He always comes in and golfs. He's a, he's a character and he's he he's one of those he's like your working man's yeah. working man and uh, I think he's uh, you won't you won't hear the last of Keith McGrath. That's for sure. He's been going since the mid late 90s. <laughs> but uh voter turnout. Quick comments on voter turnout 9%. That's terrible. Uh, We're good. That's good. Um no, like to me, is it terrible? Yes. Is it surprising? No. no. <laughs> to me, it's only a by-election. It is the summertime. I think no one said that. It made perfect sense. You know what I mean? Like, oh. I'm pretty sure more than nine percent of eligible voters were available to vote. Okay, fair we enough. did just True. have our MLA election, and then what? Last year we had federal, no, federal, federal, election. federal elections. Lately, like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's it's been insane. I mean, I I remember being in the vehicle with like several different people, and then being like, oh my god, when's this election going to be over? So See that, that's the, so that I, so that these signs are gone off the goddamn streets. I'm so sick of seeing all these yeah. people's faces. It, it might be a little different like, for myself because I'm just like, yes, another election, sweet. <laughs> well, no, I'm like, I don't mind an election, but I do like periods of fucking. Let's okay, elections are over. Let's just get shit done. Fair enough. Like, like enough of the fucking squandering. Like one of the things I was getting frustrated with the federal side of things was just like, it's such a minority government. They're spending more time arguing with each other than getting anything fucking accomplished. You know what That's I mean? The like, idea, though, the idea is yeah. that if they're wasting time, then next election that could, that gets brought to the table. Well, and that's why the majority to me, why PC's got majority this yeah. go around, right? Yeah. And, and I just want to see some shit done. Uh, like I'm dying to get some movement on, on some of these projects that we've been hearing about for a long time. Speaking of which? Which, um, 
which I was going to cut into okay, McDonald well, Island expansion. Well, there's a McDonald right, Island expansion, yes. but that's not under the private corporation. But apparently, this weekend, which is Canada Rocks, which has got some pretty cool lineups. Canada Rocks. Apparently, the mayor is making an announcement on Saturday at one o'clock about downtown redevelopment. Yes. Yeah. So which there's actually people have already seen the plan too. There's that's, yeah. There's workshops at Coco Joe's in the evenings for residents actually. But apparently none of that's related to the announcement though. Like I know last night council they expanded the Prayer Loop Road, which is going to yeah. be pretty good yes. downtown. If and if her announcement is about the stuff I heard, I'll be like, shit, that's boring. She's like, oh. I'm going to change the municipality into a grand <laughs> empire. <laughs> so happy. It's not democracy. A new empire. Gonna build a monorail. Unlimited <laughs> power. <laughs> Which would be exciting. I want an exciting oh. announcement. If she comes out in a cloak, man, I'm calling it. <laughs> she owe me five dollars. <laughs> and we're moving. Five dollars. But no, I want to see some movement on downtown. I want to get downtown a good core. Like you said, the Macon expansion is going to be finalized. Looks epic, man. Fucking a, man. I can't wait for a ball. Do we team. have enough people yeah. to fit in that thing? It don't matter. Let's just give it. <laughs> but like, okay, let, let, it's let's only talk a five thousand person stadium. The let's let's thing, though. Like, I know a little bit about it because why the hell do you think Canadian Jewelers got built on Main Street? Main Street's like tucked away because Franklin else. or Harden, right? Harden is going to go through a big rent. No, that's right? Main Street. Yeah, Harden and Main Street are mm-hmm. going to be ins and outs of downtown. Apparently, yeah, it's going to be all walking. Well, like I, I just want to see some stuff. Like, look like at the Fort Theater. Like, like Fort Theater's been sitting there. Interestingly out. enough, downtown Fort Theater, there's construction. Yeah, construction. Someone's yep. doing work there. Good. I, I want to, I want to see some sky rise. I just want to see some shit happen. What do you like, see sky rise? Not sky rises, but like I want some building. I want some progress. I want some like well, art, art gallery construction. Some coffee. The last ten years. Yeah, I don't want more road fucking construction, but that doesn't mean progress. So like you got, you can. I want a twenty four hour coffee shop. Yeah. 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 In the fucking. It's okay. Saturday, big announcement, one o'clock from Yeah, that's like, what we need, eh? Like a uh, Canada, like a, sh- a shifty grifter shows up. <laughs> it's like, you know, that downtown <laughs> ring, <laughs> rejuvenation sounds great, but what uh, Fort Murray really needs is a monorail. <laughs> and he takes off his hat and start putting our money yeah, in. That's funny. So announcement, Canada Rocks this weekend. That's going to be a big weekend. Eh, not as on par as Kiss, but still not too bad. Mm-hmm. Canon, Classified. A lot of a Blue Rodeo, a Cord Lum, Cord Lund, Cord Lund. I think is your name. Good work. Thank you. So, Do you say? No, not yet. Well, yeah. We've announced it, but <laughs> nothing big on it. So, anyway, so uh, Canada Rocks this weekend, so that's going to be pretty cool. Uh, the announcement from uh, Melissa Blake for downtown redevelopment, I guess, is going to happen. The Mac Island expansion. Shit's happening, so hopefully... Well, here, here, okay, I was going to say something about the Mac Island ex- expansion. So, um, I hope this time they've learned from their last project, and mm-hmm. uh, they're going to keep it on schedule and, and keep it in budget. budget yeah. But I doubt it. Because that was ridiculous last Because they're, they're doing the same mistake as before. They're building it in the middle of a construction period. Mm-hmm. So, they're going to be mm-hmm. outbid for uh, workers. Sure. Good point, so, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I remember going to one of those sessions where Tim Reed was talking, and he did make a good point, though. Like, fuck you. Well, no, he was, <laughs> you know that friend of yours, Tito? Tell him to go fuck himself. Yeah. No, like, when is, like, the cheapest price you're ever going to get is now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just going to go up. You can't predict when it's going to be another low-end construction, though. Can you? Like, oil sands right now are, oil sands right now are scheduled to expand for the next fucking 20 years. Good point. When can you, when can you, like, no one predicted that dip in shit in, in 2008, right? Also, yeah. with that know, said, the market price of oil is fucking, woo. The thing with road, you know, being, you know, 
the road construction season, everybody says, "Oh, there's two seasons: winter and road construction." That means progress. well, okay. There's there's a reason because you know in the winter time you try and dig it through, you know, uh, perma or well not permafrost but frost that's you know couple feet into the ground minus 40 temperature trying to build yeah. these buildings it's not no. easy yeah and it's expensive requ- too because you have to hydro back exactly it. yes. yeah. yeah it's it's annoying but uh it's a necessity right like everyone hates road construction but when it's over everyone's gonna be like oh my god this is so well, good. already the thick wood overpass has oh, really helped oh, it's yeah. unbelievable yeah, yeah. and, yeah. and confetti is just gonna make things that much better mm-hmm. uh so what else we got Kinchi, you have a piece of glitter on your forehead, and every time you move, <laughs> it like shivers. I don't know what you've don't been ask. up to. Okay. Don't, don't ask. I'm, I'm not going to. Uh, it's a big announcement we announced last week. It's not though. the only place I have glitter. Why? We never had a chance to actually talk about it. Interplay Film Festival. Interplay Film Festival. Yeah, yeah. The ad, so, so the ad's going to be airing on Shaw, you said? Yeah, uh, the Shaw's, uh, Shaw did a spot with... Uh, if you go online right now uh, to ymanpodcast.com, uh, you'll see Tito did a fucking really, really cool uh, YouTube like animation it's type thing. It's a hand. <laughs> it's awesome. It's, it's cool. Yeah, so that's hitting the interwebs. Uh, Shaw's going to actually take Still that. I love that bomb bit because we're going through the list of movies and like you totally blow the mic on that. You're like, whoa! <laughs> it almost sounds like whore. <laughs> Me and you are high. Blew the mic too. Pretty good. What I should have done before I sent it to you. Oh, the high? Yeah, yeah. High. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we come. We come hard and fast. <laughs> and we love our fucking whore. The, uh, so, yeah, that lovely ad is going to be all over Alberta, BC, and Saskatchewan. Yeah, Who are these assholes? <laughs> it's been getting a lot of play, actually. Uh, Mix 103.7 uh, has had it on air. Oh, they put it on the radio? Yes, oh, yeah. Oh, you we, told me that. Yeah, it was... Uh, I, I, tweeted that last, <laughs> I tweeted that last night. They were just uh, driving along and uh, and heard it. It, it wasn't uh, part of it, like an ad like a, an yeah. ad time, but it was a community events uh, section. Yeah. I guess they put that in themselves. Really? No. We, we missed the we missed the deadline on uh, with events with Buffalo to pu- have it screen in the theaters. That would have been really mm-hmm. great. Yeah, we in did our, in it, our local theaters. Have yeah, it. that would be fantastic. Huh? Yeah, but it would have been worth it. No, big like, time. Because imagine how many people go to movies. No, right? totally. And because uh, I remember I looked up that. I don't know if I told you this yet because uh, it's basically for a four month run in peak summertime period, it's five grand. Like, advertising is such a. a Summer movies, price. man. No, no, totally. Like, I'm just I'm shocked by the prices, right? Like, five grand for that. Yeah. So I just took a look at, uh, like, Cineplex Odeon in, in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quarter of a million dollars. Oh, <laughs> well, think for an under 40, for an under minute ad. But think about the think audience that it hits. I know, I know. But if, if you had it, and like you, oh my god, all of Canada. What's your time? What's your uh, date range on runtime on that? For four weeks, July. Yeah, but no, like I, I just like everyone always talks about how advertising such a huge market. I'm like, fuck, what's it to fucking put a face on a billboard rate? But I guess yeah. it's all yeah. about. It Meanwhile, is. we're promoting for free. True. <laughs> well, we talk about what's going on. Buy right? ad space. I, I will. I will advertise in the YMM podcast. I will. You'll hear Todd blow the mic. <laughs> I will make an announcement that if everything works out fine, I will have. A, I will not be here during the IFF, but I will have a submission. Oh, yeah. cool, man! Yeah. Please tell me it's just you just going like, ah, they said they wouldn't be there. <laughs> no, it uh, it's it's uh, it's, right on, it's a quasi secret project right now that uh, I'm I'm piecing together. Please tell so me it's I, you and Tucker because that'll fuck. No, me. no, Tucker. Uh, on fair enough. Uh, that's uh, actually I'm like uh, Kelvin. If you're listening, where's another Sunday delight? Submit it. Canada Day. Canada Day. Yep. Yeah. Got my popcorn ready. <laughs> I'd love for him to submit that. I, I actually want to see it. I'm dying to see it. I think the trailers look good. I liked yeah. it. I want to see this movie. Dude, word of advice, it's never going to be perfect. So, you know, 
Yeah. There you go. Um, we got lots of stuff coming. Like I said, so the Interplay Film Festival is a big one. All the information is at ymmpodcast.com. Submission deadline is August July 31st, August 1st. Uh, basically, July 31st is the deadline. We're going to notify the submitters by August 1st. But obviously, if you get us to it by August, 30, or August 1st. Hopefully, we don't get like 20 submissions we can, the day off. Well, well yeah. It's going to be a long day. <laughs> but we, we have started getting submissions, and it's uh, looking pretty good so Yeah, far. we got some from the U.S., from L.A. Fucking, yeah. we got some, uh, we got some, it's going to be a good one. We're making it bigger and better, and hopefully a lot of chatter. The 48-hour film, uh, filmmaking challenge is coming back. I'm yeah, so That was really, really fun last year. And, uh, well, and this year, it's going to be like, it's going to be that much uh, more competitive, because I think what, what happened last year was a lot of people didn't really get what it was, yeah. but then when they saw the entries, they're like, hey, we could have made something. And, well, and think about it, too. Like, the, the prize money for best film submission is 2500 bucks that's mm-hmm. that's not really small like it's a good chunk of change right yeah. the 48 hour has a uh, is, is 1250 12 yeah that's yeah. that's, 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 that's a, lot of yeah. a lot of money for 48 hours worth of, uh, Dude, worth of work like running into a bear though like that's scary <laughs> should have like, filmed I'm it like, I, oh my god i had the camera in my that would have been real life. yeah that would have been fucking right holy shit oh my god he was scary so i was just like okay don't don't look at him. Just like back up. It's like me, my mom, and my brother. Like, uh, <laughs> don't don't look him in the eye. Like, no, yours was really good. I can't remember the other ones, to be honest with you. I remember Interplay was the Interplay. Modern Warfare yeah, 2 one. I, I like that. Well, uh, there was the um, Where Are You? Which is the one. Oh, right. Zach yeah, yeah, Zach. That was really good, too. And there was the Isn't one that, the one that uh, Kelton did. Yeah, that one won. Well, that was just Buddy going off on a, on a tangent. I, I even told them. I told them they would have won had they followed the rules. They were, they had the best polish. Yeah. And they, and they, it they, looked it sat, it, And it, it was, was funny. funny. It was yeah. really funny. And they, had they worked in everything properly, they, they probably could have taken it. Yeah, but, but Zach and Sal, that was a mind fuck. That's well, a yeah, mind they, they fucking right there. They got creative with it, which yeah. is why. I love I love how you were like so pissed off during it. We were watching it, and I, I had get it. The ending. I was getting the ending before it ended. Yeah. And you were like, "This is terrible. I don't even get this." And then right at the very end, it clicked. Yeah, the uh, the basically the point. Love talking about this shit, and I really want to have a whole bunch more to talk about this year. So, anyone that's listening to this, submit, 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 submit. Do mm-hmm. it. It'll be Ymanpodcast.com is the is where all the information is. You'll see the little logo on the right hand side. Uh, basically the email is filmfestival at eventswithbuffalo.com. Don't <coughs> worry, it's on the website. Uh, or email us show at YMPodcast. Our registration is thirty five dollars. Yeah, so we, it's cheap. Yeah, for, it's really cheap. It's you know it's thirty five bucks to win fucking twenty five hundred. Yep. That just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be our big one for the summer. But uh, as you heard, there's really no short of ideas between the, mm-hmm. the Wyman podcast, between Tito uh, Pinchy doing some excellent, excellent work. Dude, thank you very much for all your website work on the side. Like, no problem, guys. What you, Wyman podcast? What you see? What Wyman podcast is? Is pretty much the brainchild of Pinchy and Jesse Nash. Uh, those guys do fucking immense, immense work. Uh, Jesse, hopefully you'll hear on the show soon. Mm-hmm. I would like to. Uh, if, if we no, can get topics here, I, w- I would like to just uh, throw in the the, uh, the Fort McMurray. I was going to put this in the uh, in one of my blogs, but I've already done something similar to this. Uh, just go on a little bit of an anecdote here uh, for a moment. Uh, on Sunday, um, we had a, a worker come up from Edmonton for uh, that uh, uh, for the place that I work out at. Uh, or at, well, I'll just say for to help with us work uh, where I work at WestJet here in Fort McMurray, loading bags on and off the aircraft. And uh, when he came here uh, for to, to just see Fort McMurray and see the whole operation, he was really 
he wasn't sure what he's going to expect. Didn't know what to expect. Didn't know, he had no idea. Never been to Fort McMurray before in his life. He does this job down in Calgary. Now he he really likes it. It's it's great. It's uh, it's a fun job down there. Uh, he came up to to Fort McMurray, and uh, I met him halfway through uh, his shifts that he was here, and he was fully blown away just by how how everything's done up here in Fort McMurray is in terms of uh, you know what. Uh, you and I used to do uh, the baggage handling there at uh, at WestJet, and you know just how everything interacts, how kind of you know a little bit more mellowed is. It's not the hustle and bustle of a large international airport. <laughs> and uh, he actually got to uh, to thinking. He's just like, you know what? This would be, you know, I'm I'm making all right money in in Calgary. It's it's decent. He's got no uh, no issues there. He said, you know, if I can come to Fort McMurray and you know work here plus do something you know for a, a full-time job in town and make uh, make some extra money that would be that would be great i said i said i'm like well what uh what do you have a a, a diploma degree Trade. what's your background and yeah. he's like oh i'm a journalist i'm like <laughs> oh you uh, this is perfect <laughs> immediately i said like well you know the the fort mcmark today you know all these uh, listed yeah. off every radio station uh fort actually Connect, got a posting for one too everything and uh he's just like well you know th- are they really looking for people i t- i won't name who i uh who i sent this out to but i sent to uh one of the one of the guys that i know works at the radio station I'm like you know i sent a direct message on twitter you, you looking for uh, for anybody? He's like, yeah, actually, we're looking for this position. Yeah, there's a poster, and it, it, there's a poster right there, and I showed it to, him and I got a response like immediately. Wow! And the guy's like, no way. Well, what's the what's the pay and schedule? So he goes, oh, uh, email this guy or and check out this posting. So it was right there, and That's he's just like, he was blown away. Right he's there. just like. Well, in Calgary, I'd have to look through all these ads and apply, and I'd have like fifty different people to compete against. I'm like, I guarantee you that they've got a bunch of resumes that have, you know, oh, I wrote for my school newspaper yeah. and never did anything else, or you know, <laughs> I wrote a podcast on my diary table. <laughs> I had to do an essay in grade ten English. No, 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 no. That, that doesn't. If you said, oh, uh, I have a diploma in journalism, like. Um, we got a show that needs to be on here in a couple hours. Can we get in to record some shit? Can we get in to record some stuff? Do the news or something? Well, it, it's interesting because uh, we were we're, we're we're trying to organize a crossover podcast with uh, the Robocop versus the Nazis crew, which mm-hmm. are former YMM guys too, right? Mm-hmm. But like the thing is, like they've they've left, and and same, I mean, at the same time, I was the very same way where they left in the time where like Fort Murray was still it, well, I mean, we still have somewhat bad uh, bad image, but it was a bit worse that, then. And these guys kind of, I mean, just just like me, like you know, they they were they were bullied in high school and stuff. More so on on on, on one of their ends. I mean, I, the, the, the the guy had he's a lot more confident now than he used to be. But you know, they have a they they have a disdain for this town, and I used to too. But you know, I'm starting to realize more and more that like you you get what you put in with any community. And the thing is, like you can very ask, true. And the, and you know, uh, it's interesting. They did a posting for a reality show they want to shoot in uh, Edmonton. in Edmonton, yeah. and it's like North they're, they're, they're looking for douchebags. <laughs> the thing is, Edmonton has no shortage of this either. Yeah. So what does that say? It's like Edmonton's no better than Fort Murray or Calgary or any other place. A douchebag is a douchebag wherever they come from, right? True. And and they're calling it oh the North Side, and like now like Edmonton is is be- becoming elitist, the South and the North. And I'm like, 
Really? Like it's just it, it just seems kind of like uh, stupid in my in my okay. opinion. And and Edmonton like magazine article. Edmonton has a great great cultural community, but so do we here in Fort Murray as well, right? So and I mean, I'm kind of I'm a back and forth. You guys know that I've got a place in Edmonton as well, but the thing mm-hmm. is, like I consider my, I consider both of them home, right? So and you well, know, the only thing really keeping me from from doing that fully was someone say, "Oh, well, you're not from Edmonton or for or from Fort Murray." I'm like, "Well, I've spent considerable time in both, both cities. cities." So I had a conversation with someone, and, and they were talking about just life and Fort McMurray and stuff like that. Or no, they were the reason why it popped out so much because we weren't talking about anything in particular. Uh, and it's just kind of out of nowhere. And it's just like, oh, oh yeah, she's talking about looking for a job in a faraway country. Like it wasn't like it wasn't a place where I'm like, oh, why don't you want to stay in Fort McMurray? It's like, oh, I'm looking for a job to or, to work in like a hospital in L.A. Mm-hmm. And like, the fuck, that's just cool. You know what I mean? Oh, right on. And then right off the bat, out of nowhere, the, she was just like, I don't like Fort McMurray as much as you do. And oh, I was just yeah. like, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's uh, let's take it back for a second. What are you talking about? Well, they're like, oh, you're very much in love with this town. Like, this is the reason why you, you are so vocal about it. And I'm like, I grant, yes, I do love Fort McMurray. I love it here. But the reason why I'm so vocal about things is because I think I'm more a defender of truth. A lot of the things out there, like, if, well, no, if I lived in Calgary. And, you always have to exaggerate things. I do. Make sure you're like, truth, my truth, absolutely. Well, no, truth. like, if I lived in fucking Lac La Biche, Alberta, and someone was trashed it, and I knew the difference, I'd be the same way. It's, it's just, when you know the difference of something, are you not going to openly defend it and openly criticize that person? No, you for can defend it, but don't, don't, don't call it truth either. I mean, don't, don't. Don't try to polish for memory shinier than it really is. Well, I'm not, let me tell you I, a I'm, story about that theme. Please. Dun, 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 dun. At work. <laughs> <laughs> of course, this isn't my story. I was at the gym and I actually had like the best workout I've ever had before because I was so pissed off. But um, I was going to say, did you do that article? What's that? Abdominal orgasm or whatever. No, no. Oh, oh my God, I forgot about that. Okay, no, let's talk about something else. Anyway. <laughs> he works out a lot. <laughs> Work out. <laughs> no, so... um. Um, my two co-workers like the manager and office manager are there and there's a customer there and a guy comes in with a watch and the deal with watches is we only work on our own stuff unless you agree to all risk yep. so if you give if it, it to breaks, us if we break it there's nothing no, we can do about it yep. we can't replace it we can't do anything we don't owe you any money it's your fault yep. so buddy comes in and he's like yeah I need someone to take these links out of my watch. And Banya's like, okay, well, let me have a look at it. And she's looking at it and she's like, well, this isn't a watch that we originally sell. So, like, and, like, it's quite an expensive piece. It was, like, a watch worth over a grand or something that he bought online. She's like, and, like, we don't regularly remove links from this watch. Like, we can probably do it, but unfortunately you would have to take the risk on it, right? And he's like, oh, well, fucking no one in this fucking town can... Like, do this shit. He's like, what's wrong with all you fucking people? There's all this money in this city and no one can do what needs to be done. And Vanya's like, Vanya's like, look, like, it's quite difficult. They're, they're like intricate little screw yeah, yeah. mechanisms because it's a more expensive watch, right? And she's like, and like, if you, if you want to take the risk on it, fantastic. But other than that, we can't help you, right? And he's like, oh, yeah, whatever, like, fucking blah blah etc going on about jewelers and stuff and then he says to her he said something that just set her off so she put her watch back in the box shut the box and she said i think i think you should go somewhere else like just being like Mm -hmm. regular chirpy like happy canadian jewelers girls because that's what we do and by this time danielle's looked over because he's going fucking fucking this fucking that the whole time 
And um, and he's like, fine, takes his box. And um, Danielle looks over at Vanya and Vanya says, oh. And she goes, oh, is everything okay? And Vanya goes, oh, just rude people. And he turns around and he goes, yeah, well, it's Fort McMurray. You better get used to it, you fucking bitch. And walks out. Oh. That's how extreme it was. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. And I've never heard of anything, like, nothing like that happens in our store, ever. But now I understand, like, all the signs around town, like, in Subway and stuff that say, like, our staff will not tolerate verbal abuse. Yeah. And you will be removed from the building yeah. or whatever. But, like... Never really thought about it like that before, and I'm like, there are people who think like yeah, that. I'm like, is. I would have run after him and fucking strangled him. Seriously, like, I had a client that I told you about this one that bitched me out because my photos were too good. They're like, well, why? What? Why would you give me all this and expect me to pay for this? Why would you give this to me? And I'm like, too good. You bring the quality down some. I'm sorry, because no, the quality apparently doesn't match the pricing, and I don't. Ma- I don't make the. I have nothing to do with it. I, I'm, a, I'm the little monkey. I take the photos, yeah. and that's it. And she came back in. She was, like, furious, furious, because she had to pay, you know, our, our prices are probably the lowest in town. Like, we're really fucking cheap photographers. Mm-hmm. And it's 150 bucks, and you get all your images. Usually you get, like, 30 airbrushed images, you know? Wow. And she cheap. was pissed that she had to pay $150 for the CD. But, I like, mean, like, pissed. don't you know this shit in advance? Yeah, don't you they do. tell you? You do. You exactly. know this. You know so this before you book. Before going in, no, you because, sign your papers. Because she wanted Wait, it for what, free. Wait, what? Because she wanted uh-huh. it for free. That's I'm why we get that confused here. Was she upset that... She was getting. She thought she was getting a three hundred dollar value for one hundred and fifty dollars. Apparently, she wasn't aware of the pricing beforehand, which is crap. Which is total crap. That's bullshit. You, you don't. Bo- you don't. You don't call and you don't book in with a. You know. Yeah. You speak to someone beforehand. Our staff. You'll tell you the pricing. You'll ask like, okay, how much is this? How much is it to come in? You don't book. A That's session. like buying something online and then getting the bill when exactly. you uh, when you people, pick up your, it's like, your yeah, product. It's like buying music on iTunes and, like, and oh my god, they charge my credit card. And there was absolutely the thing was you know. No, there's absolutely nothing wrong with them, so she couldn't be like, "Oh, she screwed this up, so I knew for free." It's, "Oh, well, she did too good of a job, but I can't decide." <laughs> and now you want—I only wanted one image, and now you want me to pay 150 for all of them? Oh, that's fucked up. And I'm like, oh, "Come oh. on!" But you get douchebags like that. And you uh, please you them. do. And really. at the end yeah. of the day, but at the end of the day, there's douchebags like that in Everywhere. every city. Exactly. Every and that's, city. That's the problem: is people don't come to realize that we might just have a plethora of douchebags. People come and go in this town. Yeah. People come and go a lot. It's yeah. everywhere. That happens everywhere, though. It is. It really yeah. is. It's it's every city. It's every business. It's it's. it's I'm I mean, sure. Obviously, uh, I think um, I think I think you, um, if I may be so bold, might be a believer in educating people. I expect nothing mm-hmm. less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, to, being to, bold to that speak is. of truth is to basically set yourself up. Truth mm-hmm. is subjective. No, good point. Good point. Yeah. Um, Realist, like a realist, uh, like I believe in a realistic part of a situation. Like the argument about like that we had over the word use gay. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the realistic side of things. Yes, you guys made your point. Yes, I understand. But the realistic side of things is a lot of people use that term. Not nothing to do with with sexuality. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, and, 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 like, and that's just equally, whether, whether equally, that's whether an equal amount of people or if not more use it for sexuality. I, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like I, I, look, I try to look at the realistic side of a situation. Be it right or wrong. I'm saying 95, fuck 99 percent of the times I'm dead wrong, and I think we've proven that dead on a, on this podcast many a times. Doesn't stop you though, does it? No, no, God it doesn't. <laughs> but like, and like I said, like I, I just try to see. Like I would defend something. Like if someone came up to me and was just like, you know what, fuck you, the world is flat. 
I'm going to have the same fucking argument with him like I, I do with people on Twitter, and they're just like, oh, Todd, you always argue things. I argue things that what I believe in are right, and if, I, and if you can't convince me otherwise, I'm not going to change my mind just because I, I quote-unquote, don't like a debate, which a lot of people I find don't like the confrontation. They're just like, oh, okay, and leave. I used to be like that. And Well, that's... Nah, we could argue that, but well, no. Uh, uh, my point of view. Well, you're respectful in doing so. You're not like I'm right, you're wrong. Go die in a hole. You know. Well, respectful is subjective too. Some people think I'm not. Well, some people get really sensitive. <laughs> some people are overly sensitive though, and they just think if you're if you have a different opinion, then you're being offensive. Oh, and not understanding other people's voice of uh, voices or opinions doesn't mean that your opinion is right uh, either. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Ignorance is not a defense. Exactly. Yeah, sure it is. The, <laughs> but no, like I just—it uh, was just a kind of interesting conversation when they're automatically they're like, "Oh, Todd just defends Fort McMurray." I do, I do love this town. Yeah. One of the thing is, the reason why I defend it, quote unquote, so hard is for the fact that what people are saying isn't true, from my point of view, or their their opinion is screwed, and all I'm trying to do is give them a different one, whether that be opinion to be aggressive or not, right? I would do the same thing if I lived in Lackland I'd do the same thing if I lived in fucking Grand Prairie. It's, I, I think that a good analogy your home. here. There you go. I think a good analogy here is you don't like to just see one side of a coin. You want people to see the other side, even if the other side is you know tarnished and scraped and total two faced coin. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Yo, you don't, you you want people to see the the opposite. You know the the so counter to the quote unquote norm. Double headed. Yeah, I yeah. know. Uh, good, good. Uh, I was going to call it a segue. No, a good illusion. I'm bad with words in general. Speaking, can't really talk either. Thinking is fucking horrible, really. (laughs) Um, Does anyone have anything else? There's the speeder. You want to talk about that? You were hitting me some good stories in that one. Just go nuts Uh, for that for a second. Well, apparently this weekend, someone got uh, on Highway 63, got uh, pulled over and arrested for going 270 kilometers an hour. (gasps) And then, in a as recently as this week, too. as yes. recently as this week, another person got dinged for 170 uh, kilometers an hour. God, man! And this is like north of the city, yeah. I believe. Isn't like, it? I understand it's bike yes. season, but holy fuck! Fuck down and use your head, like, yeah. seriously. Yeah, and they're 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 putting they're putting themselves and everyone else in danger too. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. Fucking crazy! Like to me, you should drug test those people? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like to me, I just have this image of them going to court and just like getting off with some bullshit. Like those people need to go to jail yep. for at least oh, some period yeah. of time. Oh yeah, to sit there and just be like, think about what you did in the fucking corner while you're getting ass raped. Like it needs to something that needs to happen where it's not just like, okay, I'm taking your license away. Something more needs to occur to that person or to some your license takes away is like maybe one fifty over. Fucking, you're going that fast. If you're like, wow. do you guys remember being in, like, everyone else? Like, well, we all drank, drank underage as kids, right? Maybe not did, you. What did say? Pointing to Tito. Can you say again? Was pointing. When you're like, when I was like 16, we drank and stuff. We drank publicly up beside this gas station, and you know, occasionally the cops come and they bust you. And what they do, they pour all your alcohol out, all, out in front in of you, you, and you're like, oh fuck! So you're speeding. Just take your motorcycle, take a big old hammer, and go bam! <laughs> Don't do it again. Or as as I put on that blog after the uh, the Highway 63 crash. Incident, make it so make the make the punishment make so yeah. severe yeah. that you know, if you get caught doing thirty over, here's a thousand dollar fine. You're gonna go. Oh, yeah, oh a lot of these guys shit. with yeah. the bikes, they can pay that anyway. Well, they crick, okay, all right. I remember there was an well, that's, instance that's a couple of years problem. ago. Someone yeah. lost their license. It was like a ten thousand dollar fine. He paid it. Yeah, yeah the these, these fines. Yeah. They don't cash probably. Right there. <laughs> probably. 
Gotta run these drugs. Don't, don't look under the seat where all the fucking cocaine is. Well, no, correct yeah, me if like, I'm wrong. I mean, take their bike, take, give them thousands of dollars yeah. worth of fines. What if they just go buy new ones? But correct yeah, me if I'm wrong. Problem. Did did capital punishment have did, like did it work? You kill this person, we will kill you. Is that not a no. deterrent in itself? It. it there's studies that say yay, nay. In the end, it's kind of a wash. People were still killing people. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. They're, I don't know. That's enough to deter me. Think jail time oh, would oh, be yeah. too severe. Kind of like, kind of like necessary. random drug testing at work is enough to deter people from doing drugs. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> like two seventy. You know, bit of a yeah. That's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. What you trying to do? Break the sound barrier? Why is that? He just disappeared. He just fucking disappeared. You know, that extreme uh, circumstance. At that point, instead of pulling him over, just call ahead and roll the rumble strip out at him. Oh, I think what they probably I think what they did is they identified him and then he must have had to stop for gas. There's no way that a one tank would have gotten him all the way no. to Fort Murray based on the speed he was going. Oh, hell no. oh he was north of the city. Huh? North of the city. Well there you go. I thought, it was north. I, I thought this was north around city. like the sites. Okay. Yeah, this is going back and forth oh, from shit. to work. Because yeah. I know yeah. coming over from work this morning there was one that blew by me and he had to have been fucking getting close to the yeah. Getting close to 200, man, and I was just. We get like, it. You like, like a your bike. of rocks in your mm. car window, just like throwing out the window every time. And that's at one well, point, they're like, I'm always a big advocate of like calling the police and getting a plate yeah. number. You got someone going 200, all you hear is, boom, and you're just, what the yeah. fuck yeah, was that, man? Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, I mean, uh, you have a bike, it will do 300 kilometers an hour. Take it to the track. It's true. My car. There is will, legal ways my, to do it. My vehicle will do 245 kilometers an hour. Do I do that <laughs> down the road? Oh, yeah, this is a wide open stretch. I'll just pin it. No. Yeah. Take it to a track day. This is what That's these actually a things. Good point. And you know what? There, there's. Uh, I'll give a little shout out. There's actually a motocross competition coming to Fort McMurray. I don't know the date. It's coming up pretty soon. It's at the track south of here. Maybe what this town needs is some. Yeah, you know, a, a motor, uh, a motor track, speedway. A so is it a, like that, some sort that of track high, day? That clone high episode where that's like the the what is it? Um, yeah. film festival to take back the school after the riot from the oh, that's <laughs> yeah, great, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it ends in a riot. <laughs> this is so good. Let's beat shit up. Yeah. Well, I mean, that might be the thing. You know, there maybe people just need somewhere where they can go do two hundred and seventy nine kilometers an hour on their bike and be like. That was awesome. I feel no need to do this do back and forth. In public work. roads. Yeah. Exactly. No, good point. No, Conversely, very- you know, showing someone that you can do 279 safely on a track might encourage them to do it on this public road. But <laughs> uh, I don't think that's a safe I, speed I to be going. No, wherever you are. No. Yeah. There's Unless no- you're flying a plane. Yeah, but you're not flying a plane holding on two handlebars in the fucking but the, the, wing. But the thing is, you, the only time you're going that fast is when you're above 10,000 feet in the yep. air. And the only other thing to hit up there is either extremely high mountains or another... <laughs> they come out of nowhere. And they don't come out of nowhere. There's there's highways in the sky that you know, prevent that. Or another aircraft. And aircraft that fly above that are required to have a six-mile radius detection of other airplanes that are up there. Plus, you have radar for air traffic control. Yeah. No, there's, there's, yeah. I've always wondered how that works. Yeah. That's kind of neat. Nah. Did you ever see that Mayday where that one uh, plane crossed into like the landing for LAX? Like, it was one little small little, little mm-hmm. mom-and-pop plane, and it crossed into like the major... A highway, I guess you call it. I yeah. don't know what the terminology yeah. is. Fucked into, everything up. Into LA. Fucking plane nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. 
It was Air Mexico. It took the fucking uh, it took the uh, tail right off, and yeah. even the pilots of Air Mexico had no clue what happened because they yeah. didn't see it. Yeah, it was only literally what like. Well, a you, foot. I, I would assume you're f- flying blind up there. You have to really rely on. Uh, yeah, it's only a foot yeah. above them, but how often you're flying a plane and you're going? Yeah. You know what I mean? You're Check not. my tail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's in that. <laughs> yeah. Some geese in the back go around. Well, that's the thing is the, the the like the closing speeds on that. You know, there was a small aircraft, but if he's coming at you at a hundred miles an hour and you're going two hundred miles an hour, that's a three hundred mile an hour closure. That is someone divided by six for me. Uh, that's that's five miles. That is five miles a second. You're closing. Yeah, that's quickly. So so if you have six miles of detection, it's it's fine. You've only got like a second. (laughs) Move. You guys seen? uh, You guys haven't seen? uh, What's it called yet? Have you? um... So yeah. uh, Tito and I with the YMAN podcast, uh, as well as with the help of Pitchy. Some great, great shit coming at you guys pretty soon. The big one right now is the Interplay Film Festival. Definitely get out, uh, spread the word. Let's get some submissions. Uh, and like Tito said, there's some great stuff uh, coming up and some great ideas that uh, you'll hear as we go on. Pinchy, like I said, thank you very much. No great problem work. at all. Glad to, glad to be back. The, uh, yes, we got to fucking podcast with you more often, man. You got to get a job in town. I know, I really do. <laughs> And the girls that are dancing that you can't see, <laughs> Ashley, Stacy. It's like a 1960s sexy party. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go, go to Ashley. Do, 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 do. do, 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 do. No, Goosey Lucy. No. Like Stacy. What? No, Andy. To hear, more, <laughs> to hear more of this, <laughs> tune into the ladies' room. <laughs> Ladies' room has been proven time again to oh, time and time again. Well, actually, time and again because they did two, two times. <laughs> but it's two great, great shows. Uh, I do apologize because I really fucked up the audio. I guess the, uh, the next one's going to be fun. Though. Uh, after this episode, we got Spider-Man Cinephiles. That'll be Cinephiles is coming up. Spider-Man, uh, my favorite superhero. Fucking, it's the new movie's going to look excellent. More from the ladies' room, right? Yeah, that'll be coming up. I will be reviewing Fifty Shades of Grey because I got called out on not reading it last time. Thanks, Graham. Thanks, Graham. I'm going to kick your ass. Anyway, um, and also we're going to have Ashley Alman, local <laughs> actress and model, on the show to kind of find out how that goes for her. Oh, oh, ask her about her the movie during the show. And as uh, ymanpodcast.com uh, slash events will give you everything that we got confirmed. Uh, you'll see the film festival on there. As well, I don't know if we've talked about it, Former Marie Reads. Uh, myself and Tito are going to be panelists. Uh, we're going to be defending... Marvels, yeah, a great graphic novel because apparently what they list as comic book aficionados. Yeah, I'm comic just, book aficionado. I'm just a geek. Tito knows all the comic books, so I'll, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'll be in the we're actually we're going dancing. up against real literature. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, but uh, we we're mean, going up against real literature. <laughs> we mean to defend and uh, and really put in an argument that uh, comic books, um, as well as uh, superheroes as an archetype, basically are. Our modern mythology for us, damn um, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I think that's a very compelling argument because uh, basically all the hero archetypes of any literature it, they derive from that. I mean, the, you could make the argument that the real true first piece of fiction is Beowulf, which is a superhero Good story. Point. Mm-hmm. Good, so, excellent mm-hmm. fucking point. Yeah. The, get ready. So get re- looking at you, McMurray music. To hear more of this, <laughs> August twenty fifth at Mac Island. It's free to attend. So this is even better. And uh, like I said, the audience, also known as free tend, free tend <laughs> audience gets to vote. After they're going to hear me and Tito uh, argue our book. There's uh, Russell Thomas. Uh, there's McMurray Music. I feel like this is going to be like reading Rainbow. It's a couple other yes. ones. Oh, I'm definitely going up as Laval Burton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your blackface. That's right. <laughs> 
dear. Total fucking uh, Robert so, Downey. Oh, if you do blackface, I'm going to go up and I'm like, we... <laughs> Drop the mic and leave. <laughs> so yeah, August twenty fifth, Fort Murray reads, uh, and it's going to be podcasted. So if you can't attend Fantastic. the event, which you oh, should be able it? to, yeah, we're going to we're, we're going to podcast it. Uh, what is what, on what day does it fall under? Like what day will be? It will be a it's Saturday's the event. Saturday? Oh, I was hoping to be like a Sunday. What? Sunday night debate, y'all. Sunday, <laughs> <laughs> Saturday night debate. So onemanpodcast dot com slash events. Email us with anything you want or desire. Dream about Ta-da. film festival at events dot com. <laughs> Close enough. Uh, but email us as well. Show at ymanpodcast dot com. Uh, our Facebook site is the one that's supposed interactive. Some people were talking about how they don't see any pictures of the stuff we do, uh, and I really replied back because we don't take them. I just kind of steal from from other people that <laughs> take pictures of what we do. But they're all about our Facebook site, facebook dot com slash ymanpodcast. Twitter. Everyone nail the Twitter accounts. I'm at Todsky. Ashcake Squiggle. At Hyperphotonic. At JK Pinch. With a Y. <laughs> JK Pinch with a Y. And uh, Twitter at Wyman Podcast. Everyone's out there. We're there. We're here. Fighting the good fight. Fighting the good fight. As always. For the Wyman Podcast. I was about to say it too on behalf of Tito because I don't know why you haven't been around the last couple, I don't think. Yeah, sorry. Oh my gosh, yeah, you're actually here. I only <laughs> just thought about it. <laughs> well. Drug test. <laughs> <laughs> For the YMM Podcast, I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. I'm Ashcake Squiggle. I'm Kyle. Stacy. See you next set. YMM Podcast is a T-Man Entertainment production. In association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find us at hyperphotonicmedia.com. Oh, fuck. <laughs>